What's up, Esther? What's up? How's it going? How's it going? It's going good. Okay, first question. Um. Uh, no. Okay, are you using speed Yes. Okay. So, I have a couple questions. It should not take that long, you know. If it takes longer, it will be spirit-led for sure, for sure. But, um, welcome everybody. This is Joshua Kimball here with Esther. Um, she is one of the TBI alumni. Um, and she is here to answer some questions with us about some about leadership this coming this season. This we all go back on December. No, <laughs> screw that. My apologies, guys. It's January 29th. Uh, of course, my 20th birthday, as you guys all know. Um, so let's just you know give a warm welcome to Esther. Um, Esther, first things first. Can you just like just tell us a little bit about yourself and how you ended up at TBI? Yeah, well, um, I'm Esther. I'm 20 years old. I, um, I've always wanted to go to TBI. I was introduced um, of TBI um, at the age of 14 when I went to Discovery Camp and um, always wanted to go, but never had the opportunity to go. And so this past year um i tag some pastors reach out and say hey you want to go to bible college and you know and they told me about tbi again and yeah that's what's up, that's what's up. That's what's up. um give us uh, your favorite verse that's okay. helped you you know get through some rough times some you know, like your go-to verse that that helps you. Um, I would say, you know, there's a lot, but I think I would say Philippians four thirteen. Um, even though that's like everyone knows that verse and all that stuff, but it's always been my favorite verse since I was seven years old. Um, I still have that my my bracelet that says I can do all things through Christ since I was seven and every time when I feel like I couldn't do anything on my own I would always see it and be like you know I can't do this on myself but I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength so that's been my go-to verse every time and that's the verse that you know helps me whenever I just I need encouragement Um, what? So, I'm in... Okay, so I don't know if you know this yet, but I've gotten me a new Bible, and I have been tearing it up with a highlighter. So, I I myself have been in First Peter and Second Peter, you know, just highlighting up a storm, pink, green, orange, yellow, blue, whatever I can get my hands on, I'm gonna do it. So, um... Why has Jesus left the roaring lion in the world if that the lion has been defeated? Why does Jesus let him stay? Um, if you want to, if you have your Bible with you, Esther, it would be awesome if you can flip to First Peter 5. 
um, look at verses 8 through 9. Um, I'll be looking at the NLT. Um, what translation would you be looking at? I would probably be looking at the NLT as well. Um, NLT? Just because it's like right next to me, like literally. So um, I'm just... I guess I'll pull out the, the classic. I go to the... Because I've got like my KJV, my ESV, all of them on a single desk. Yeah. No, no, no. This is John. First John, first Peter. There we go. There we go. First Peter 5. 8 through 9. Okay. So would you mind, you know, reading? Uh, verse 8 to us. Yeah. So, verse 8 says, Stay alert. Watch out for your great enemy, the devil. He prowls around like a roaring lion, looking for someone to devour. Okay, so, and, and the question that I asked, why has Jesus left the warring lion in the world? If the lion has been defeated, why does Jesus let him stay? What do you see? What is like the Holy Spirit or like God or like Jesus? Do you see Jesus in in that verse? Well, we all know that Jesus is the lion. God is the lion of Judah. Mm-hmm. And as you can see that when you when you read this verse, it says that the enemy is like a roaring lion, which means he's not a lion, but he's like, you know, he's trying to be one. Um, and, you know, the enemy... The enemy's still here because his time isn't is isn't up yet, and so he's roaming around the world seeking whom he can just get his hands on, you know. Um, yes, yes. The enemy came to to still kill and destroy, so he's trying so hard his best to come and destroy the things that belong to God, you know. Mm-hmm. Definitely his children. Um, And just, yeah, um, I think that's, I think that's all I got right now. But so just from that being, um, from that in my version in the KJV, it says, be sober minded, be watchful. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion. Seeking someone to devour, you know, that that also, you know, that verse alone right there, if you if you jump back to four, first Peter 418, and it says, also, if the righteous are barely saved, what will happen to those to the sinners? That is when the lion, you know, the lion that the devil is prowling around like he is, you know, he he covers himself with the mask, with the facade. Um, basically, for me, what that verse is telling me is that, you know, just be aware of what you're doing and what you say. 
because all things can be considered as sin, technically. You know, the way we speak could be considered sin because we're not speaking the Holy Spirit, the the our our tongues. Like I know you, you can speak tongues. Not a whole lot of people can believe in speaking tongues, but I know that there are people out there that feel a personal connection with God whenever they speak tongues. I've seen you fall out in church, like fall out in the spirit, not like epilepsy or anything like that. You you guys understand what I mean. But, you know, continuing on from that verse, and it's in verse 9 in, in a, uh, KJV, it says, Firm your faith, knowing that the same kind of suffering are being experienced by your brotherhood throughout the world. Now, what was, do you remember that movie we watched in, uh, in FFL2 in our student center uh, when we were learning about, you know, persecutions in other countries being caught and being held held accountable for our sins. Do you remember what that movie was called? Um, I wasn't there when we watched the movie, but I'm not really sure if I remember what was it called, but I do May- remember... May Tires? It was something about May Tires. Martyrs. Martyrs. That's Martyrs. what it was. Martyrs. You know, it doesn't matter what we go through through Christ because I know in the end we'll all be in heaven I'm sorry I just found pepper spray (laughs) and some some Chinese change but (laughs) some foreign currency you know what I mean gotta go to China um you know just Standing firm against the devil and, you know, praying for God to send angels down to just like just protect our hearts and our minds and our spirits with the Holy Spirit. Because once you come to Christ, you know, you're you're there with him. And, you know, there's nothing really we can say or do, but always go to God. Um, in Proverbs, uh, I think it's 3, chapter 3, verse 5, trust in the Lord and lean not into your own understanding. You know, that's for you guys. All right, so, all right, guys. What what I'm trying to, heads up, just a tip. Proverbs 3, 5 is going to be spoken a lot through um, this season. Because, you know, there are going to be students who I might be interviewing um, who are going to be going through some stuff with and their, with their walk with God, trying to understand. Because I know last season, um, I myself, you know, I wasn't doing so great, but I was staying alert and watching out for the enemy. You know, he tried to attack me with my worldly issues like how my little sister went into cps care how she had to leave the family and 
how my great aunt passed away. My parents wouldn't be able to come to my graduation and, and how my mother was basically near death, but thank the gods and thank God for healing her because of all the help that my fellow brothers and sisters in Christ around the world was like just being there to help me with in my time of need. And of course, you know, you got the classic, you know, just getting dumped in general, you know, but it's that time when you have to be alert, when you feel like your body is just like trying to tell you something like, let's say it's a gut feeling. Have you ever had a gut? Yes, many times. All right. And when you have a gut feeling, do you always listen to it or do you like? Try to like see if that's if God is working in that, like the Holy Spirit, your inner man, or you think it might be something else. Well, I really try to discern um, if it's from the Lord or if it's just my thoughts or if it's the enemy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when we have those gut feelings. Um, you know, our pastor at TBI, Pastor Rachel, would always call it a knower. So I try to listen and to lean on to that. But there's times where I'm like, nah. <laughs> and um, that's more of trusting in God and the Holy Spirit and seeing, you know, what what he's saying and what he wants us to do. Yeah. And, you know, I've had a couple times. I'm going to give you guys an example, okay? So, the other day, uh, I'm not going to say their names or who they are, but a couple friend of mine asked me to pull, pull me into a side group chat on Snapchat, you know, apart from everything else that's going on. And, you know, I'm over here, you know, trying to create a vision board, just like like my vision for this season and this year is for me to, one, explore more of what God has in store for me. Go to different states, go do this, go do that. But sometimes that's fall through. I was actually planning on going and staying with a friend in Texas, but... You know, God had something more in store for me. You know, trusting, trusting, trusting the Lord, or trusting in the Lord. Do not lean on to your understanding. Understanding. Um, and I ended up in Colorado, and I ended up shoveling snow in 18 degree weather for the first time in my life, and having, you know, frostbite on my hands for the first time ever. Which, if you guys have not had, I do not recommend. And- Several layers on your hands, several layers of socks, and proper attire because it is cold. But you know that's like way off topic. So telling me that there's you know I'm just like asking, asking this person like, okay, who is this person? Well, it's somebody from the school, and I'm like, okay, I think I understand the situation. A little, so you know, I press forward and come to find out, <clears throat> gut, 
you know, they wanted to pull me in so they can tell me this stuff to feed my mind and get my heart a stirring. And then later in the day, that person asked to call me. And you know what? They called me. You want to know what they called me about? They asked me if I was feeling about the situation. Situations like those of no that's basically what this was it's a relationship issue but you know not everything is always you have to stay alert with your speed physically being like okay 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 let's just look in the let's look in the eyes and see what the devil is going to attack us with. Oh, he might attack me with this car. Oh, this person, he's looking at me weird. He's mean mugging me. He might actually attack me or shoot me. Like, you don't always have to be That's when you stand firm and be strong in your faith. And remember that your family believes in you. Like, if you're not part of a insist that you know you find some a church or something but it's just like these things that happen in our lives they're not for nothing they're for something and we don't understand what that something is for esther what do you think your life that your life that you're living right now that we have talked about in the past and your issues, you don't have to say it on here or anything, but that we've discussed and everything that you feel like God is calling you to do. Um, can you uh, repeat that question one more time? Okay. So I'm going to simplify it a little more. Okay. So like, let's say, for example, you know, what is God, what do you feel like God is telling you to do? Like for me, for me, God put on my heart for this summer to go to Oklahoma and go spend time with my family, but also work at a church summer camp as a youth minister to help the youth learn and study about God in a fun way and just, you know, show them what nature, what God's nature is just like providing for them, the providing that God, he's like, he's like, I have felt a connection with the youth. You know, I want to be a mentor to a kid in CVS and I pray that that's going to happen and say about Maybe this year, maybe next year, maybe the following year, maybe three years from now. But it's going to happen. I know it and I believe it. What kind of example would you give to listeners today? Man, um, (laughs) I'm not really sure as of right now, but I know that I believe that God has called me to go into leadership um i'll never forget that that day when we you know were talking about prayer culture we had like a a meeting about it oh my um, lanta (laughs) (laughs) i'll never forget where i just i fell on the floor and on my face and i saw it 
I was there. I was up in the booth working the sound system. <laughs> and I heard the Lord say leadership. And I was like, okay. <laughs> okay. You know, um, there's so many, there's so many, you know, moments where God has told me or I sense God saying to do this. And, you know, sometimes it doesn't, it doesn't always happen the way I want it to happen, but it happens the way he made it to happen. Um, mm-hmm. You know, um, I, I would love to do whatever he wants me to do. Um, but as of right now, I, I, I do feel, I do believe that he's called me to go into leadership and just see what happens next, you know? Um, but, uh, yeah. You know, and I understand that. And guys, it, you know, not is going to come as soon as you come to Christ. You know, God's going to like, he's going to test you. I believe Esther can testify that here in a, in a minute. But, like, once you come to Christ, there's just this joy that just fills your mind and your heart. When you get baptized, it's just like you're, you're getting submerged in the Holy Spirit and you're just washing all your past. Like, there's nothing holding you back once you get baptized or when you get accepted, when you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. You know, for me, I wasn't expecting to come to Christ ever, okay? I, myself, was just in a heaping of trouble. But that is going to be on the next episode, guys. You know, this episode is mainly based on just right now, I just feel like it's spirit-led, you know, Right now, I just feel like everything that we're talking about that I'm asking Esther, um, I sent an invite to someone else to see if she would join, but she told me that she's hosting a Bible study right now. So praise God. She is teaching others about the Bible. Amen. You know, shout out to Sierra Combs. Um, Hopefully she can be on in the episodes, but... For the next week, I will be building up until the day of leadership. And I just think that each and every one of you, you need to know this. Prayer culture is like, it's PC, PC 12. We did a PC 12. Like Esther said, she was praying and like the Holy Spirit just overwhelmed her. And she just fell face flat onto the floor. It I was scared for a second, but I knew she was in God's hands. And that's all I needed to know at that moment. Literally, everyone stopped and looked at you, Esther. I was like, what happened? Is she okay? And, you know, Pastor Ryan was going to walk over there and see if you're okay. But I texted Pastor Ryan and said, hold up. She's in the spirit and let it be. 
Esther, um, you know, there's nothing really much I can tell you about yourself, but it's just like for the past month and a half, that for the past four months technically that I've been talking to you um, since the very first day of TBI, since the very first moment that I met you, I knew you were struggling with some stuff. I know you have issues and whatnot, but you know, God is always there for you. And in verse 10, it says, and in this, God called you to share in his eternal glory by means of Jesus Christ. I have suffered for a while. He will restore and support and strengthen you. He will place you on his firm foundation, Esther. And that goes for anyone in, in life. You know, if you are going through something right now, if you're dealing with drugs or if you're dealing with alcohol or if you're dealing with something that you feel like you just can't, you can't handle I will post my I'm gonna create a new email and I'll send it to the send it to the uh to the chat or uh create uh a Discord account just so I could talk to you guys who are listening, who are going through stuff, and maybe one day you guys could be up on here like Esther. Esther is a miracle. I know she's still struggling with some stuff, but I know she has God on her side, you know. And all the power that Esther is pushing with is with God, with Jesus, who gave his who gave his life for us and for our sins. Esther, I have a couple more questions. You know, I don't plan on being on here much longer. It's 940 over here. I know you guys are an hour ahead and in Texas right now. I'm still in Colorado. But heads up, your boy is coming back on January 28th, the day before my birthday. I'll be flying back to Texas. Um, I don't know if you saw it in the chat or anything, but you know, I'll be back. I'll be I'll already I'll already be on campus because I've got it approved by our dean of men to allow me to come back on campus the day before so question is god has given each of you a gift from his great variety of spiritual gifts he says use them well to serve one another have you found out what your spiritual gift is like what what god is using you um Man, um, you know, I believe that he has, you know, the gift of healing has been one of them that I recently have been using since, I mean, uh, I've been using when I was over there at Bible College at TBI. Um, I have the gift of kindness and gentleness, um, but not really the gifts from 
that the word says, but um, you know, I've I've used them and I'm continuing to use them. So. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm gonna end us in prayer. Um, I'm gonna say a prayer, and well, first I would love you to say a prayer for whoever you feel is out there that that needs to hear something. Um, if you now would be the time to speak it, because I feel God has put something on your heart. And I know I haven't been officially talking to you for the past couple of days and the past couple of weeks. I apologize. I've just literally been dealing and trying to get myself on track, packing up and getting ready for this amazing season at TBI, which as I don't know if everybody knows this just yet, but TBI is a Texas Bible Institute. It is in Columbus, Texas. Um, if you look it up, description and my gmail for dorm talk um hit it up look it up if you need to talk i'm here um esther is gonna pray right quick um if whoever needs to hear this please listen just close your eyes bow your heads and just like and like i will say a special prayer after after we're done after okay so we get double the prayer and whoever hears this is obviously gonna be like i'm in the holy spirit ah, i just can't amen all right go ahead esther if you want to take it away from me all right um well dear heavenly father i just i pray right now for anyone who is struggling tonight or wherever they're listening today. Um, I just lift them up to you, Father, and I just pray that, that that they keep going, that they may keep um, persevering, and um, that, Father, you know what they're going through, and you know their hearts, and you know everything about them, Father, and I just pray. I lift them up to you, and I pray. That they make that they keep going and not give up, but that they may fix their eyes on you and not on the storm. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. While you were saying your prayer, I was listening and I heard your cry and I heard what you are trying to tell others. But that is not for me to spoil. That's for others to learn and explore. So in my prayer, you know, I have Isaiah 4, verse 1 and 2, and the and the NSAB standard. I don't know what this is, but it's in my prayer journal. Um, I just found it, and but it says, But now, thus says the Lord, your creator, O Jacob, he formed you, O Israel. Do not fear, for I have redeemed you. I have you called you by name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they will not overflow you. When you walk through fire, you will not torch, nor will the flames burn you. 
Lord, I often feel like we are passing through a river where we can barely touch the bottom and every wave that threatens to take us under. And we are no, we are no stronger to the feeling that we are going through a fiery trial where we sure, we are sure to be burned. But you promised us in these verses that you will be with us through any trial. You will not be allowed, you will not allow the waters to flow over us or the flame to burn us. What an amazing comfort that you are. Universe, walk with us through this life to lift us up and over the waves and protect us from the threatening. You have called us by name to be yours. For someone to be known, to know us, to know our names, that we have been noticed and remembered among the billions of people in this world, you know me by my name, by name. And you call us by that name. What an intimate and humbling thought as one who belongs to you and who you have redeemed. We certainly do not have any need to fear for you are with us, Lord, in the holy name. Of Jesus Christ, we pray and we say amen. Amen. Well, guys, this is this is probably like the most spirit-led, one of the two spirit-led episodes that we'll have for right now. Um, I'm hoping tomorrow I can hopefully get everything. I'm gonna have everything set up for tomorrow. I'm gonna put it in the link in the description. Find us on Anchor, Spotify. We are Dorm Talk, and we look forward to this season. It's a new year. Am I right, Esther? Yep, it's a new year. Now, Esther, I just just want to pray over you right quick and just let everyone know that how much of a blessing you are. Father God, I just want to pray over Esther right now. She is an amazing woman of God. You know, we are all your children at the same time. You know, Esther has a bright mind and she has a fire for you, God, to learn your word, to keep studying, to keep spilling out and overflow in prayer. Father, I see her at school sometimes during worship just falls on her knees and she's just crying out your name father i don't care who who sees who judge her they don't know the passion that this that this amazing woman has she has such a bright future for her god and i just know that you're gonna continue filling her with the spirit with an oil with an oil and just keep that overflow going father i just know i know i know i just feel like she also has a calling for, you know, ministry. She has a way of speaking the word. And Father, I just <clears throat> I just pray that she sees what I see, that she is a kind, an amazing, a fun. She is very biblically inclined. She knows a lot of the verses I barely know. 
know. But God, I just know that she is going to heal hearts and heal minds this season. Whether she doesn't know it, but I see it. I see everything, a lot of stuff that you do in this young woman of God, Father. I just pray that she has an amazing um amazing night's sleep that she has supernatural dreams i just pray that she has all her and her questions answered to you father within this week just pray this coming this coming week that everything that she is struggling with she will find and understand that everything she does has a purpose and that purpose is your purpose we walk with you father and Father, I just want to say one more thing over her. I just be like, God, I just know you have a plan for this young, powerful, spirit and spirit-led woman. Father, I don't know exactly for sure what it is, but I know she has a calling to the ministry. She will just change the world, Father, and I know this because I have seen firsthand what she is capable of. And in first Peter and what we just discussed, you know, Father, first Peter, you know, give me one second. First Peter, first Peter. I just have it. And first Peter verse verse uh first Peter five. 10. In his kindness, God called you to share his eternal glory by means of Jesus Christ. So after you have suffered, he will restore and support you and strengthen you. And he will place you on his foundation. Esther, you are on his foundation. While you are on his foundation, anything that the devil tries to do that Satan says or does, he cannot attack you. He is in your heart. He is in your mind. He is you. You are his child. He will never let you think those thoughts. I don't know what happened, but you are healed. At this moment, there are no more negative thoughts for the rest of this time until until the rest of this year. I guarantee you, God's got your back. In the holy name of Spirit, holy name of Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit, I just pray for Esther. Amen. Amen. All right, guys, and that is it for episode two of Talk. I look forward to the tension that's building up to it. I might try to get some staff from TBI line, TBI, get them, get them to call, call us, um, hop on. If not, you know, okay, you know, whenever we get to school. Um, but everyone have a blessed night dreams if it's daytime for you have a blessed day have a good day have a good time deal this is joshua kimball coming from you don't coming to you live from dorm talk and god bless you